All right, welcome to the Zealous State of Mind podcast. You're with the Guru of Gains, and today's guest is Tua Sangapolu. He's a really good friend of the family, uh, Metro Metro Lions family, and he was uh, recommended by my cousin uh, William William Hodgman. It's a little shout out there, but he yeah he's played uh, American football at Cal and uh, one of the firsts. Is that correct? Uh, football wise, yeah, yeah, yeah football wise. Yeah. So it's a big deal to play uh, American football over there, and so yeah, we got him on. We're gonna get him to yeah do a little intro and just tell us about your upbringing, and then we'll just go from there. Yeah, thanks, Yashu. Uh, make sure you give a big shout out to William. Yeah. Um, so uh, background: I was uh, born in Wellington, um, and then moved to Samoa for upbringing there. Uh, a few years, and then moved back down to Christchurch. Um, did primary school in Christchurch, and then. Uh, back to Samoa, then settled back in Auckland, um, yeah. and from Auckland I went to uh, Manaba Grammar. Yeah. What What was the trip back to Samoa? Was it uh, parents? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, you know, later on, I found out my granddad had passed away, so dad was just trying to settle the village. Oh right. Yeah. You know, it's only now I find out. Um, but good times living in Samoa. Yeah. Also, there's no electricity, no running water, so yeah. it was real bush. But we lived in the beach area. Yeah. Back in the southeast coast, Alipaka, yeah. uh, Ulutungia village, and that was uh, probably the happiest times, greatest times, yeah, for, yeah growing up. Yeah, you so know. you did sort of four years broken up there? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Back and forth, and then back into Christchurch Primary School. Yeah. Um, was, I think it was me and my cousin and I were the only Pacific people there. Yeah. But people just assume we're Māori. What was the, that would have been, because um, you would have obviously been speaking Samoan, and then you're going to... You know, like a white school in Christchurch. How was that? How was that? It was different because um, they called us Māori, and my cousin and I were the only ones that spoke Samoan to each other. So the locals assumed it was Samoan. Yeah. Um, funny story. Growing up in Christchurch, I really liked my my school teacher. Yeah. I thought I was one of his favourites. It's only years later I find out on old friends. My friends messaged me saying he hated because he was racist. <laughs> but, you know, I thought, oh, no, I thought he loved me. He made me do all the work. What, what made you, oh, yeah. so he was hard on you? Oh, he made me get all the, because um, he's a rugby coach yeah. in Christchurch. You know, he made us, like, get all the balls out and wipe the board down, take the trash. <laughs> so I honestly thought that he really liked me, Mr. Mr. Baxter. And then years later, an old friend, my friends from Islesworth Primary, messaged me saying, oh, they remember me. But they said they remember me as being a good softball player. All right. They thought, and I can't remember playing softball. So I thought, oh, I thought, oh, we knew you'd go to America somewhere because you're a good softball player as a kid. I was like, I can't remember softball. Then I, yeah. said, I let them know that, you know, I miss Mr. Bax. He was a great teacher. And he went, he hated you. He was really racist. He used to make racist jokes. <laughs> great relationship there. So yeah. I was, like, uh, I, was too, I was too ignorant to know. It was yeah. good. You know? Yeah, and you made you do all the chores and stuff. Yeah, and I used to take all the balls out and set the rugby practice yeah. up, take the trash out. Yeah. But uh, little do I know. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Oh, yeah. So, and then yeah. you went to... Then I um, went to Mags. Yeah. Uh, my dad and Rob. He wanted me to go to Auckland Grammar, but I yeah. didn't get in, so I think that's where it starts from. But then I went to Mount Grammar and... Uh, a lot of people try to do that. They go yeah. to Grandma and then they go to yeah. Bags or, or St. Peter's. Yeah. Yeah, and and because of my schooling, um, I didn't have really uh, my schooling. To, I didn't go to school in Samoa. My, there was no real transcripts of my any grades, you know. Oh, right. So, um, man, I bet it was. And uh, funnily enough, um, there was a game called Rugby League where my friends played. And, yeah. you know, that's how I ended up down at Richmond. I remember 
came down uh, playing at Richmond when I was in the third or fourth form. Yeah. In rugby at school. Yeah. All right. And then, um, did you have siblings in that or? Yeah, I got uh, five sisters. Yep, five and, sisters. Yeah, and a uh, younger brother, so he didn't come along till later in the picture. Yeah, yeah. So it was just me and five girls. Yeah, yeah. And two girl cousins, so I grew up in a household of seven. Right. So I think um, that's why. So you all moved around when you were saying those. Uh, yeah, I mean, we settled in Auckland. And, yeah. Uh, seven sisters growing up. Um, end up, you know, uh, talking. Yeah, like another you know because I had no one to socialise with I always talked right. to my sisters you know? yeah yeah yeah. put out the feminine side <laughs> yeah so what did, what did I growing up in Samoa a little bit what did that um, oh, has, uh, do you still got funny. things from there yeah I'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you a good story um, in my first at one of my at, when I was at Cal um, this is back in the early 90s before the internet and yeah. uh, I always remember reading Margaret Mead's book the famous anthropologist yeah. uh, a day in Samoa a life yeah so if you go to Margaret Mead's book there's a few chapters uh, in her book um, well, a chapter about growing up in Samoa a morning yeah it's beautiful it's that uh, on a on a word sounds and she writes two pages of beautiful what village life is like and I copied those pages yeah. ended it as my essay growing up in Samoa <laughs> you copied it <laughs> yeah what word for word or what Oh, pretty much. Cause <laughs> yeah. This is like ninety one, so the internet comes out in ninety two where yeah. they can actually um catch you plagiarizing. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, <laughs> I handed the essay in and uh my end of the class one professor called me and she says to me, That was the most that was the most beautiful <laughs> writings of and I like to keep the story. So I was like crap. I was like, Oh no, I'm gonna get busted. So I told I says, Look, it's a family story, um I'll talk to my granddad about <laughs> and uh, I'll come back to her. And I was like, so, you know, the next day I, I came back and I told her, look, yeah, no, um, he doesn't want anything published or spread because it's, it's <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, she's, so she, you've been spinning yarns from way back. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't believe it. You know, it's just, you read, if you read the Margaret Mead's book in the day in the village, it's just, that's how it was growing up, you know, the yeah. lady, the surf and the woman at the water cleaning and um, men fishing. Yeah. I thought, man, that's my village. But yeah. Yeah. But then the internet comes along around 92. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> they've got plagiarizing. You would have had no chance. <laughs> yeah, plagiarizing software. Yeah. So did you have like a, oh, you obviously would have had a birth certificate and all that from growing up in Christchurch as well in that age. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, before when I finished school at Mags, I started playing. Uh, there's American football in the Mormon churches, um, All right, yeah. promoting it, and I went with a few friends. And then um, in the early '80s, we started playing uh, American football here. Yeah. So the first club was the Metro Lions, Metropolitan Lions, I used yeah. to call them. And the guy was George O'Scanlan. He yeah. was he had a dream about American football. Yeah. And um, you know, we thought yeah, maybe, but we loved playing. Yeah. We loved playing the. It was just. It was really raw in those days because everyone we had shoulder pads from league and then we wore these bike type helmets you know <laughs> it looked, looked real primitive yeah but yeah still the photos in the 80s and all then, right and then um a few years later um george o'scallion worked hard to get coaches involved from the states so the first coach that came over was chris peller from utah state he used to be yeah. at byu this is the mormon connection and um 
Timo Tangaloa was the first guy to get a full scholarship. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And Timo, you know, he's an outstanding rugby player, so he got the first full scholarship there. And then, Where um, did he go? Where did he go? Utah State. All oh, right, yeah. yeah. So he was like the first out of all our generation to go there. Ever from New Zealand sort of thing? Yeah, in the modern day, because I think in the 80s. And then after, not following after him was uh, Mark Nua. Yeah. And But, you know, Timo was an outstanding rugby player, played for New Zealand schoolboys or something. And right. then Mark was a New Zealand shot butch. I mean, they're all six foot nine. Six nine, Oh, man. six nine. Mark's about six seven. Far out. Timo was about, you know, he's an outstanding running back. So yeah. chances of us getting, you know, yeah. I'm only 5'10", so yeah. probably had to go over there first and try and figure a way into college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, George O'Scanlon got us some opportunities to go over there to L.A., and I went with David Dixon. David yeah. Dixon um, was about five years younger. I was in my early 20s, and he was only about 17. And yeah. we went over together. Yeah. Um, we went over together, so he went up to Idaho, and I went to California to play in a small school. Junior yeah. college, those are the first yeah, 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 yeah. to your general ed. And yeah. from there on, um, Dave and I kept in touch. He went to Arizona State to finish, and I went up from L.A. to, to Cal Berkeley. Oh. I heard that it's pretty tough, like, a lot of the guys um, that go there. Just being homesick, did you experience that? Yeah, yeah, going I there, think... Be, um, being alone and stuff like that? Oh, I think, because um, I was in my early 20s, I was a bit more mature. Yeah. And also, I think I just love the excitement of being in L.A. and being yeah. around friends yeah. and guys, you know, and you had that um, playing, working out. Yeah. You know, coach, you know, working out every day. It's fun. Playing, yeah, going to the gym. Yeah, you know, and um, I enjoyed that, and then seeing a lot of family help too. Yeah, a lot of family there. Yeah, you? and also a lot of uh, friends, really good friends that yeah. their parents. You make good friends with their parents. Yeah, and I suppose being from our background, our, yeah, uh, being a New Zealand-born Samoan, we're very family orientated. Yeah, so I think I was really um, like when I met families, I really, I really um, enjoyed meeting them and yeah. made myself part of their family, and yeah, they enjoyed. The, um, so you felt pretty comfortable with yeah. cause, cause of those things? Yeah, And yeah. good friends, you know. Yeah. And I think they appreciated me good, being a you know, old Kiwi boy, not into the fast, fast, fast life, you know. A lot, yeah. of, lot of stuff there. Being, being more, like, sensible sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, more down to earth. Feeling yeah. like that Kiwiness yeah. and just love me, having me, you know, there's still families I'm very close to yeah. these days. So so you played uh, league through, uh, league and rugby through high school? Yeah, I played... Right? Um, I played uh, first 15 for Malibu Grammar. Yeah. Um, well, what position? Oh, obviously. I was a prop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We were pretty good. You know, we were a solid team. Um, our main thing was uh, we lost, just lost to St. Stephen's by a point. Right. Um, at the end of the year. Is that the Auckland final or something? No, no, it was just an annual game. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, we won the, we had the Moask Cup real briefly. Yeah. But then after that, um, I went to league back down to Richmond. Yeah. So you started with league as a little kid and then went to rugby? No, it was uh, rugby in Christchurch. All right. Yeah, primary school, bare yeah. feet. And then um, came up here, played league. First of the evening, went back to league at Richmond. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then through those connections, that's how you got into the yeah, football? Yeah, yeah. My friends used to laugh at me at the Richmond. Or some of them would say, what are you doing? You know, I'm saying, oh, something new, football. Yeah. It's a natural for us, you know. Yeah, hitting people. Yeah, aggressive yeah. game. Yeah. You can punch people, hit people. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's a part of the game. Yeah, and it's natural, you know. So yeah. um, I took a liking to it because, you know, a lot of us, um, my a lot of my friends um, growing up, we used to always run to the newspaper the newspaper rooms yeah. 
and read. That's the old internet. Right, would, right. would read newspapers at the newspaper room. Yeah. And just read all the American sports for the Polynesian athletes. Yeah. yeah. It's inspiring, you know. Yeah. To see yeah. what they're up to. And yeah. Yeah. You're like, man, I want to be there. I want to get there. So from a young age, you sort of had that that uh, ambition that you wanted to, you know, be like one of those ones you're reading about. Yeah, I think there's more um, guys coming back from the states. Yeah. That, you know, friends and that share their stories. Like, you got to check this guy out, and we'll go to the library and read about them and seeing all the. Polynesian stars playing college football. Right. And you think, wow, you know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then when you had your opportunity for your connection, eh? So were you excited as for, yeah. from the get-go? Well, I was lucky because I played at a college, uh, community college called Mount Sac. Yeah. So there's another Samoan kid from here that went there, Lonnie, and he's up at Cal now. But when I went to Mount Sac, um, it was a big stadium. And, uh, Mount Sac's famous for the relays. They have the oh, big... Yeah. Olympic relays in April. Yeah. So it's a massive uh, stadium, 20,000. But when I asked the guy when I got there, hey, how many people come watch us? And he goes, oh, you probably see about seven people on a Saturday. <laughs> but oh. I was lucky when I went to Mount Sac because there were some athletes who were ineligible for Division One yeah. University. So they they were called, they called them bounce backs. Yeah. And uh, there was some... That, there's usually, usually like the naughty guys and stuff like that. Yeah, so they're all acad- yeah. academically oh, ineligible. Right, yeah. yeah. But there were some guys there, I looked at them, I'm thinking, boy, oh boy, you know, these guys, which is good because they were running backs. So I played on a team, Mount Sac, where the running backs were, the, were just these freakish athletes. Yeah. And somehow I got noticed because we went into a run blocking scheme. So run blocking is easier for someone shorter like me. Right, it's, right. Just, it's just a lot of mungo and pushing people out of the way. Yeah, creating some space. Yeah, yeah, creating whole space and... Um, the coach wanted me and the running back at the time, Leonard Russell, to come up to visit Cal. Yeah. But uh, Leonard, the guy, Leonard Russell, had to go back to his original school. But I was lucky. Um, he still wanted up, you? Yeah, yeah. Short. You know, because yeah. 5'10's not really a... That's, yeah. that's a real disadvantage to play it. Yeah. You know? Well, they were like 6'3 sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah like like you, that, need, yeah. you need leverage or arms, so you need arm space. Yeah. And 5'10, you know. Yeah. So like, so it was good that they played a running game type of thing. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And they wanted to draw, um If they played passing, it would have been harder for you. Yeah, they they the when I time I got to Cal, they changed it from high velocity offense to rather passing. They yeah. wanted to um, get a running game, yeah. which was suited me because you know short, shorter, more yeah. powerful athletes push yeah. people out of the way. Yeah. So I uh, always worked on my technique to make sure. Yeah. Um, I had to be perfect for pass blocking. Right. Because I was really short and shorter than the usual. Yeah. Um, so I worked on a lot that a lot on the technique. Yeah, of yeah. Pass blocking, being very, very uh, disciplined about not leaning too far forward, not losing balance. Um, but when you play on a five-man line, you always have one guy free. Yeah. So that my center would be free. I'm like, so I play guard, he's center, he'll always watch out for me. Yeah. But on the run blocking, you know, I love that. You know, I love yeah. it. And pass blocking, I found a new technique, like a headbutting. <laughs> <laughs> Quite yeah. effective. Yeah. You see the, you see the helmets bounce back and you, you yeah. got it, you know. <laughs> and, and the coach, he was amazed, you know. So I found a technique is just, you know, let them come and then just use your neck and just jam them. And, uh, yeah. And they, their helmet bounces back and you're like, got him. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of battles that go on out there, right? Yeah, a lot of one-on-one stuff, you know. Yeah. People don't really see uh, when you're watching the game. You don't notice it because you're watching the ball. Yeah, but we have to watch our player in front of us. Yeah, because um, the quarterback's right behind us. Uh, things will happen where people blame the quarterback, but it might be um, 
I get I get pushed too close to him and the quarterback right. can't throws him off. Can't, yeah, he can't. There's no lane for him. Yeah, you know. So love it, love it, little battles going up front. Yeah, so you know. for those who don't know this boy, it's, it's a real chess, chess yeah, game. Yeah, man. it is. Yeah, yeah, very much. It is the chess, the ultimate chess game. Yeah, because um, it's physical as yeah. well as mental. Yeah, and the coaches will, you know, they'll, they'll, they always use a terminology, you know, take what they give you. Or, yeah. And there is a lot of plays. Um, there's chess, a lot of strategy. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, coaches are like, we're, we're just going to run the same play. And, you're t- you know, you're like, you're getting hammered, but there's a, just have to be disciplined, yeah, you know. Yeah, do what you're told. To yeah, do, yeah. There, there's a reason why we're running the same play, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you had one year, was it Mount? Mount Sac, I had yeah. two years there, two yeah, years, two great years. Two years then there. I went up and finished, I did, I got a three-year scholarship. Four years to finish three years. Yeah. Uh, up at Cal, so I went up there in 1990, up yeah. to Berkeley, and I think. How many years did you do there? So I did, th- I did my three years there. Yeah. Um, so two graduate. years at junior college yeah, and yeah, three, three years. Yeah, and yeah. I got my degree from there. Um, what did you get your degree? Political science. All right. Um, yeah. Why well, I did political science. A lot of pre-law people do that. Yeah. And also, uh, when I took history, then I decided to change it to art history or English. They all had thesis. They all had, you had to graduate with a big thesis. Yeah. So I found out that political science, you don't have to have a thesis. <laughs> So there's always loopholes. Yeah, and yeah. there was a. I got a minor in Spanish. Micro, was it Macromed and now the <laughs> thesis? I got a uh, minor in Spanish, and I don't know how I got it, but I had some classes in um, Mount Sac that transferred over. So you know, yeah. when I saw they had a minor in Spanish, I'm like, brilliant. Yeah, you know. So you you would have had to be good at schoolwork, obviously being on scholarship. It's got to be. Yeah, you have to. Um, it takes a lot of effort to flunk out of school. That's the coaches always say. Yeah, because to flunk out of school. You don't go to class, you just sleep in bed. Yeah. And don't go to any tutorials. There's so much, um, there was so much help for athletes in college to when pass. I was at. Yeah. To pass. You had um, study hall, you had tutors that would help you one on one. A lot of New Zealand tutors, they were a bit. I was thought the New Zealand tutors used to look down at us on yeah. me. Just because they thought, oh, this guy's here on a football scholarship. Right. You know? he's, just, yeah. he's just a meathead yeah. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then he, when they talk to you, they realize, oh, you're not really that dumb. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, so you get a lot of help. Yeah. You know? So so there's ones that fail school, they, they're uh, mucking around. Yeah, yeah. That's the, you, you, you can't not pass if you, if you just do your work and show yeah. up. Coaches, you always hear C's, de- C's get degrees, and then the coaches would say D's get degrees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched um I watched the last time to you yes and you know they're all the the re, uh, the bounce yeah. back type of kids yeah. and they all struggle with school yeah. so just hearing what you're saying they're mucking around uh, eh? yeah so they shouldn't be failing if, if you can't make it in junior college yeah you can't make it anywhere so that's Mount Sac was a junior college <laughs> and the classes are all fine you know yeah. if you just and I think a lot of them made it probably had bad habits from high school right and then um take it to junior college it's yeah. worse and then don't they always say there's more talent playing in junior colleges but they're just not eligible to play because of their school yeah because of their school work yeah. you know so, so. They, oh, so they're just mud eh like in their school work yeah I mean yeah they don't, it's just a not applying themselves yeah you'll see that group that's not really caring you'll see the other group that really want to go to a four year yeah. school yeah know? and right. in community colleges fun it's like second chance high school yeah yeah know? yeah it's cool to hear that you know the athletes that do get a chance, that they do have the support with the schoolwork and stuff like yeah, that. There's yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. And I think nowadays it's, they've changed a lot of the hours. I've cut back. Yeah. 
how much practice time. Um, oh, yeah, you're only allowed yeah, a certain amount, eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's it's easy to get the study in and that, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, um, there's no there's no reason why you, should. why you shouldn't, you know, why yeah. you shouldn't graduate yeah. when, you, when you finish, you know? Yeah. So you so you got five years, eh? So were you coming back in between um, I only like came, each year I only came back, I probably just came back once home, yeah. you know? And yeah. I played uh, league when I came back. All right. I, I was at my... Um, I was at my strongest, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, 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 See if I can hurt some dudes out here. Yeah, I thought, you know, and um, I was at my strongest, and I thought, oh, you know, I'm gonna play, I played in a Richmond Senior Breeze, played in the Wellington Tip Top team, and uh, yeah, got kicked off. I was chasing the ball down. I thought, no, okay, I'll see how this goes. And um, <laughs> the guy's running up to me, and I just launch into him and hit him around the chest, and he goes flying backwards. I'm like, man, I'm powerful. <laughs> <laughs> ran, ran off the ball, you know. Yeah, just run like you know. All the vigor pumping high because you know you can squat, yeah, yeah, you know. So, yeah, it gave me a run there. I've never been fitter and stronger like that before because you know? you, you're pretty much like a professional athlete, eh? yeah, in yeah, that that's type of environment, yeah. That's what right? I wasn't yeah. used to because, um, how the schedule goes is uh, so a normal week is um, so on Monday is your, is your training, you are just running light, it's just uh, running on the field doing some conditioning, yeah, and then they go over the Saturday game or the fr- you know the Saturday game how yeah. you're going to run the plays and so that's easier than you go to dinner after but you got to do go to your study hall make sure you get your study for classes before that yeah yeah Tuesday um, Tuesday and Wednesday are usually the grind days but what happens in between if you have injuries yeah you go to the training room you have to report to the training room yeah and you have to get your um, one hour's film session watching so you watch the opponent for an hour so, uh, you got to yeah then you have a yeah. Then you have meetings, you know, position meetings. You know, the offensive line will meet about one o'clock or two o'clock. You do your weights for an hour, so it's very random. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're not structured, you know, you won't make it. Yeah, it's going to be you'll be behind. You know, so yeah, you got to get your treatment, and then you got to be ready for practice at about four o'clock. Yeah, you know. yeah. Three o'clock, you watch as a whole unit. Go out for two hours, condition, go down, have dinner, and then um, and then go get your work done. So, yeah. during the during the season, it's the the fans will party more, the students. But you might have a catch up later after a game, but not yeah. as much. Yeah, you know, it's not like more spring. after the season. Yeah, spring season's more the party season. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, the fraternities. You know, I so joined. Yeah, what's that you joined? Yes, yeah, so I joined a fraternity. It's only uh, one block from the stadium. One, so it's easy. Yeah. So if you look at Berkeley's stadium, uh, it's right at the top of the hill. The campus, so it's a long walk up there for classes. So I made sure I joined a fraternity, Kaisai, and it's pretty good. We, you know, just like the movies, we were middle of the road. We weren't really a top fraternity, but yeah. a lot of footballers joined it. Yeah. So we made it, gave it a bit of prestige. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Built it up a bit. And you know, I became I had I had positions in there. So you actually there's actually a you know structure structure. Yeah. yeah. So you know, one year I was page educator, which is you get all your people rushing, you know, you, all your freshmen joining, and um, and I made sure they weren't hazed that much, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, you know, but I mean, when we joined, we said we're not being, we're not going to get hazed. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do anything, but you're not going to haze us. You yeah. Know? Did you get hazed when you first? No, no. We told them the rules. We'll do anything. I mean, just the, uh, you know, your first year at Cal. Oh no, no, because I think you know, being a mid year, mid junior right, transfer, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, and because I was, you know. But older then, um, they left you. It wasn't going to happen. No. Yeah, yeah. But we did taper. I remember the guys. One of the cheeky freshmen made comments. So they, I, 
we caught, like, the guys got him, tied him up to a goalpost, and he ended up crying, nearly leaving. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The hazing, it's not that bad. Um, I think other schools might have a worse tradition. Yeah, just depending on the school. Yeah, Berkeley's pretty, you know, pretty relaxed. Yeah, yeah Back pretty, then it was, yeah. Pretty chill. Up There's some old school guys who are, like, quite strict on the young ones, but, yeah, yeah. it's not, never that extreme, you know. Yeah. So you were quite a structured guy, obviously. If, you know, you had that type of regiment throughout the week. Where did that come from? You know, did, did your, oh. your parents teach you that, or...? Well, I gave you the structure, yeah. but um, what I did a lot was we played cards every night. Cards? <laughs> yeah, video yeah. games, you know, Nintendo. So, yeah. uh, you know, even though that was a structure, we found ways to get around it. Um, when you join the fraternity, um, so the boys before you, everyone, there's always a pile of exams from the previous uh, notes. So a lot of times um, we would get would just find old notes of essays and copy those essays. <laughs> Cause a, you know, they, and then, uh, because we have guys wanting to join the fraternity, you know, we'll just knock on the door. And I was always polite. I'd say, hey, listen, can you answer this essay for me? Because they're like, yeah, sure. And it's like, okay, have it in my room by the next morning. So I, I, I made full use of all that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The football benefits. Yeah, like, look, I'll give you um, some tickets. And, well, lucky then, our team was really good. We we were, became a national prominent team of the year, 91. Yeah. So tickets were real good to give away, and, and that was right. nice. The guys would, the guys would like, do the paint, do what they were asked, you know. Yeah. Hey, can you type, can you have this paper ready or answered, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I found ways, um, a study group, so we have 10 people in a study group, and I think... Copying the readers, you know, readers in university, I like the booklets. Yeah. And I, I'd make a deal with everyone in my group saying, look, I'll make uh, copies for everyone. If you guys can just do my summary of notes. Yeah. You know, and I'll, and I'll deliver it. I'll hop on my scooter and just knock on their door and say, here's the, um, here's the summary of the booklet we have to read. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you found ways around. Yeah, to help people out, you know. Creative. Yeah, and help people out. You know, there's always some of them, I need a book, expensive medical book. Yeah. Like some of the med students or friends of mine. Um, Okim was always an expensive book. Yeah. So I'd just go in and requisition Okim book. Yeah. You know, and, and even though I wasn't in the class, I'd just give it, give it to them. Yeah. And you know, I'd say, here's a book, you know. Where, um, did you get your education? Was your Did your parents push you hard with that? So yeah. So I ended up... Um, I had, um, education? I was really good in primary school. Yeah. And then uh, with that teacher... And uh, I think my why my uh, academics didn't show up to grant walking grammar was because my I didn't do school in Samoa, so when I started at Mags I was a bit behind, but I right. caught up real quick. Yeah, know. yeah. I remember Mr. Hall saying um, I wouldn't get I wouldn't get school C, but I got school C, and then um, I got UE. I set the exam externally because mm. I did a lot of reading. Um, yeah. Would you read a lot of uh, a lot of James Bond books? All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of read anything I could. Because, uh, you know, um, I grew up reading a lot because you know, I got sent away to go to school a lot. So yeah. I just read everything. And um, I remember Friday nights, my dad would drive our family to the Greenland Library, drop us off. Yeah. And we'd read all night and then he'd pick us up. So, yeah. And the teachers, I found that grandma, man, our grandma that time were awesome teachers. And I really dedicated. Right. They were really. Pushing. They loved, you know, when you watch them teach, they loved what they taught. Yeah. Mr. Cole, Mr. Monk. Yeah. People remember their names, you know. Yeah. And they pushed us and they challenged us, you know. Yeah. 
and to read and to think. You know? Yeah. So I, wow, that's awesome. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm a big, um, big fan of reading and right. trying to read a lot as well. And uh, yeah. I got UE. I remember I didn't get accredited, so it really disappointed my parents. Um, so I studied really hard to take the exam, exam externally. Yeah. And I, I did. I passed the exam. And then, um, my teacher at the time, Mr. Sharrick, he um, always made a comment like, you know, don't leave it too late. Sometimes it's not going to be able to make up the ground, but I have a student last year who came out of nowhere, you know. Yeah. My, school name was, my name at school is Onisimo, so yeah. he was brought up my name. People would say, hey, your teacher, Mr. Sharrick was talking about you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think um, our our school ground, our Americans always, my friends always amazed how much we knew about their history, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think the school grounding we got here was really good compared to a lot of the public schools. Right. You know, there, you know, some of my mates I'd help them out with yeah. essays or yeah, yeah, yeah. reading their essays, you know. Yeah. Did you like the uh, history as well? Here or? Oh, just in general. Yeah, I think New Zealand, they are, uh, now times have changed, but. The words got offered. Well, a lot of us all selected World War Two American history. Yeah, I think you know because we wanted to look out. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, so they gave us good knowledge. So you know, had a general knowledge of the states. Yeah, yeah. yeah I find that um, us Kiwis and even Aussies like yeah. know a bit about America and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when I go to the states, they've never even heard of Australia. <laughs> Or we're over like yeah. very vaguely, you yeah, know. Yeah. Then, yeah. You know, we're quite interested in the states in a way, eh? Yeah. Because of the American, you know, the yeah. sports and that's what, yeah, that what, sort of stuff. Their marketing is really good. We're looking out at to them. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hip hop culture and yeah, I think New Zealand. A lot of them were, a lot of them thought it was by Australia, but a lot of them, the ones that knew rugby would say all blacks, you know, yeah. right away. New Zealand yeah, always, all blacks, you know. Yeah. yeah I'm like, yeah, you know. So are you still friends with some of the guys you went to school yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. Lucky for Facebook, you know, we still keep in touch. Yeah. I'm planning to go to a homecoming reunion next year, yeah. 2020. Yeah. So we're, we're in touch a lot, you know. Yeah. Oh, awesome, Lucky yeah. for Facebook and Instagram, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a point where you were, like, almost going to live in the, in the States? Or? Yeah, I got, I got married there and um, um, and stayed there for a while, a long time. But then... Um, How long did you live there for? Yeah. Well, I moved over in '85. All oh, right, so you yeah, lived there for a bit. And I came yeah. back in '07. Um, oh, yeah, you did yeah, quite but, a lot. Yeah. But I ended up coming home. Dad, my dad got really sick, oh, right. so I got a message to come home. Yeah. Um, my uh, going for a divorce. It was a tough right. year. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I came back. I was glad I came back home. Yeah. And I've been back since then. Oh wait. Yeah. Um, dad passed away, but I'm glad I was here for that. And then, you know, mum, as it as it does, your parents get older. Yeah. You know, be closer, yeah, 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 to home, yeah. How was those years living over there? Did oh. you stay in uh, LA? Did you, yeah, yeah. So, we got married, we lived in um, up in a little city by uh, Berkeley, you know, called El Cerrito. Then we yeah. moved down, bought a house by the desert, uh, by the Air Force Base, yeah, and lived down there for a few years. Yes, yeah. it's good, but I missed a lot of my friends. Um, yeah. went college with, I think, um, you start missing all that, you know. Everybody split and went their yeah, own ways. Yeah. So that's why I think football games when homecoming, everyone yeah. gets back together to yeah. relive the, the glory, day. glory days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you were saying you had you guys had one really good year out of those three? Yeah, we had two years. So two in nineteen ninety I was an eligible player, I just practiced, um, we won the Copper Bowl. That was I think we got twenty fifth. Yeah. And then ninety the, a lot of the guys returned, ninety one was the big year. We uh, yeah. played Clemson. Uh, who are real strong nowadays, and um, we finished uh, the year. So that 
We played on New Year's Day. Yeah. So those are the the big games on New Year's Day. Yeah. Bowl games. We played Clemson on New Year's Day down in Miami or Florida. No, Orlando, sorry. And we beat them there. And um, that was probably the, the highlight. 92 was never a very good year. We um, yeah. went about f- uh, f- 4 and 7, but 91 was the highlight year. We right, finished 7th. Right. Uh, My regret is because um, I wasn't a senior, they gave rings up yep. to the seniors. If you're a junior, junior classman, then you can buy a ring, but... I wanted to save my three hundred bucks and spend it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Wish I brought a um, a citrus bowl ring. So we won the citrus bowl in yeah. that 90, 90, January one ninety two. Oh, I should see. Yeah, you. so we finished uh, seventh in the country. You would have got the ring looking back. Yeah, I should have brought it, and thinking I'll get the ring again next year when we go and win another big uh, rose bowl. Yeah, thing, but that didn't happen. Um, and then from there, um, yeah, we took seventh. We took second in the conference. When he lost two games that year, yeah. and Washington won it, the University of Washington, they uh, ended up being co-national champions that year. Yeah. So it was a strong conference time. Yeah. yeah. What was your driving? You know, in all this, you know, it's, it's quite a competitive sport. You know. Yeah. What uh, was what was you know the big driver for you? Big driver for me was um was being stronger than as strong as I could have. Yeah. Um, getting setting up really heavy lifting records knowing that because uh, I wasn't tall I had needed to be stronger than yeah. anyone so you uh, loved hitting the weight room yeah love the weight room love hitting the field doing the polyometrics yeah. you know yeah. trying to be um, explosive and that. explosive and all that yeah and uh, um, yeah that's I, I love the working out and just the you know just the fuel you look yeah, at yourself yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know did you get uh, you know, watching the last chance and that. Do you get blasted in that from the coaches? Yeah. So that's real. Yeah, it's all yeah. real. Yeah. So they get in your face. Yeah. Um, that, that's real because it's their jobs. You know. Yeah. So how did you handle that stuff? You know, usually Islanders want to oh, punch him in the face or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. How, yeah. Did, how did you handle that stuff? I just. Um, it's just the way it is. Yeah, I just took it. Yeah, and I think I when I coached football here, I think I did that naturally and. To our kids here that are coaching American football, yeah, I told them, look, I sort of eased up now, but I always tell them, look, wait till you get there, you'll understand why I'm so hard yeah. on you guys. You yeah, know? just trying to get them ready, sort of thing. Yeah, that, that's very that's that's not acting on to tell people a last chance. Yeah, that's that's real. Yeah, you know? but I'm lucky. At Mount Sac, I had a great coach. Um, I had two great men that coached. Um, I call them like mentors. Um, Bill Fisk. He was a Mount Sac coach. He was an older guy. Yeah, he was a lovely man. He. Uh, Treating me like a son, you know. Yeah. Oh, He's nice. Big yeah, Sam, you know, we always yeah. talk. Yeah. Um, he was uh, All-American at USC both ways. He's the only All-American at USC offense, defense. Fire up. You know. Man, he, he, was, um, he was an awesome man. Loved the guy. He died recently and I couldn't. And then the other coach, uh, what the Cowhead coach is Bruce Snyder. I loved him too. He was, he was like a father figure, you know. Right, right, right. And they were the old school. They weren't yellows. They were just, uh, the younger coaches would be the yellows. Right, you know? right, right. The, guy, yeah. the guys um, underneath them, so yeah. The guys always trying to, you know, earn their job, their money, try and look like, you know, we used to laugh at them, mock them, or sh- you know, want to be Vince Lombardi's, you yeah, know? yeah, you know. Um, so they'll get in your face, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like Mount, but Mount Sac was really good, the, yeah, the yeah. coaches were yellows, but they weren't like, you know, so so now nah, because I think about this a bit, just about how, um. How sensitive people are these days? Oh, it's a different generation now. Like, you know, um, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, like, yeah. you say something and, and people are crying. Or, yeah. Or, or a, they, they um, 
you know, think it's a personal attack, but you're just telling the truth. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like, I find that a lot now. Yeah. I think, and you read about a lot, you know, mental health. Cause I work, I'm working in that field of students, high school students, and yeah, you sort of have to become more aware of it, you know. Um, you, we can't talk like how we used to talk back in the 80s and 90s now, kids are, yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm not a psychologist, but, you know, I used to coach um, a lot of my players in the 80s when I coached league, you know. Yeah. Um, would mention that but yeah nowadays um you read it from the you know nrl yeah and um players being uh feeling um attacked or yeah but it's never supposed to be personal you know yeah yeah yeah. it's just for the team right yeah just for the team and i heard yeah. a good um uh story of this guy i follow um i learned a lot from him, actually this guy logan he runs he runs a gym in the states uh deuce and he was saying about if at half time he was talking about the Patriots. Yeah. If um, Belichick was, if he wasn't straight with the team at half time, like it would, they wouldn't progress. Like if he was just pussyfooted around. Yeah, yeah. You have to be straight. Yeah. Because it's too slow. Yeah. When you when you try to be nice and it's just got to be like we got to do this, we got to make this adjustment. Don't take yeah. it personal. It's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have enough time. Yeah. And I was like, I really like that uh, little story. You know. And and it's it's never personal. It's just trying to get the no, job well, done, you know. That type Bal- of thing. Belichick's in a league of his own. He's a fraternity brother of mine. He's uh, from <laughs> Williams College, the same right. fraternity. So yeah. we, you know, that's that's my claim to fame. Yeah, I'm not a Patriots fan. Yeah, but yeah, people like Belichick, you know. Yeah, but those coaches they really know how to articulate without yeah. really being too personal. You know, right, right, it's yeah. a science. You know, yeah, of being. Get, yeah. getting the point across like, well, without yeah so you get the yellow coaches then you get the old NFL the old the old gentleman type coaches like Tom Landry from Dallas he was yeah. a reverend you know yeah. um, Joe Gibbs those guys they were they're more like your grandpa type coaches right, right, you know? yeah. but I mean you know whether you yell or not we need the truth yeah yeah you know there's got to be some yeah sort of point where it's straight you know in a way. Oh, obviously especially yeah, in yeah. football because um you know, it's, football's 11 moving parts, and yeah. if one part's not doing the right thing, you know, yeah. um, it has to be addressed, you know. Yeah. You know, When I used to play offensive line at Cal, we had a coach, Cosetto, crazy Italian, and I think we were more scared of him sometimes. We'd look to the sidelines if he's throwing a chair against the wall, if we miss our block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'd just sneak a look and see if he's looking at us, and yeah. if he's throwing a chair or just kicking something, you know. Yeah. Oops, I screwed up, you know. What's uh, uh, one of your favorite memories from football playing? Over there, I think um, I think it's the the Citrus Bowl um, yeah. playing. Um, There's big crowd there. What, yeah, so um, in our year, our year, in our year, because we were doing so well, we were five and zero. Oh, we met Washington and lost in the first game. We were this home stadium seventy five thousand. Yeah, far out. And then we played Stanford in the last game of the year, and um, we'd uh, we'd only lost one game. We're nine and one. Nine and one, and uh, and then we played Stanford. They they took us. They they beat us pretty good. We got lost our discipline, and yeah. But there was eighty six thousand in that game. Eighty six thousand. Yeah, hey. and I remember going to dinner that night in the city in San Francisco, and this old couple. I looked over. I was walking past this old couple was serving dinner, and the man had a blue and gold tie on. So I yeah. said, "Go Bears!" And his wife said to me. You guys ruined our twenty fifth anniversary. You ruined our anniversary. You guys lost to Stanford. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do, how do you handle pressure? You know, there's there's eighty, you know, seventy, eighty thousand pe- 
thousand people. Yep. You know, you're playing over there. You could get blasted if you miss your assignment. Yep. What's your process for oh, yeah. handling so pressure? So I felt um, playing at Washington, Seattle was the loudest stadium. Yeah, you know, Oregon. You know, the, especially Washington is loud. So we used to practice in silence sometimes and watch yeah. finger moves. Uh, pressure. I just try and think um, what I have to do. Go from my steps. Um, yeah. Make sure that I can get off the ball and make sure I'm, I know where my opponent is, what move he's going to do. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's getting nervous. It is nervous pressure, um, momentum, and the main thing for me is just to rely on uh, what I've practiced all week, watching the same player, what yeah. he does. Like yeah. if he attacks to my right, I know he's going to come back left and be ready for that. And then once you go for the scenarios, you're ready, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, and the pressure. To, to be tell the truth, um, people will tell you this. You don't really think about the crowd too much, yeah, because you know you just see blur or mass. You're too in the yeah. It's only when there's too much noise and you can't hear and you're under right. pressure. You know, yeah, yeah. you turn around and the quarterback's got knocked out or the running back's getting nowhere. You know, <laughs> then you're like, oh crikey, you know. Yeah, you're too into your job. Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. You, you just worry about the guy and you're, and you're having a running battle for the guy. You yeah, might, yeah. While the guy's mouth off on defense, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're the like, trash talk's pretty yeah, brutal out there. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of trash talk, but also, um, you know, I remember one guy uh, for UCLA told me to stand up when I talk. <laughs> and, I thought, and, and I thought, oh, yeah, it's pretty witty, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. What's the funniest? Do you, do you remember the funniest? Is that the funniest one that you've heard? Yeah, oh, the weirdest one? Sledge, yeah, sledge talking or, you know. Was there any funny stories out there? Like, yeah. You know, sort of like? Um, I don't know if Dave Dixon was um I don't know <laughs> Dave uh big Dave Dixon was playing against us. Yeah. And um we have this we run up and play the ball. Yeah. So our line is really fast, we get up and bump, bang, go. Get up, get down, get off. Yeah. And what Dave was and then we go on first sound, so the quarterback will run up we go up and the quarterback will say, Go and you know. But as we were running up to the line, Dave was going, Go you know, he was trying to ruin it, you know, Dave's from New Zealand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, after the play, I saw poor Big Dave lying down. And I said, what happened in the sentences? I got him in the eye and talking, you know, he's mouthing off too much. I went, and Dave, Dave would get mad. I was like, Dave, Dave, come on, man. You're from New Zealand. Get up, man. Get up. <laughs> get up, Dave. You Don't know, embarrass Dave, us. Dave, yeah, Dave played 10 years in the NFL in, uh, in Minnesota. But my mate, my, the centre next to me goes, I got your New Zealand brother yeah. talking too much, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, the memory just, and I think you know, um, just that new, the, just that time we played Clemson, the Citrus Bowl. So you know, a lot of teams have dinners together, yeah, mix and match, and all right, yeah, yeah. a lot of the guys are from the south, and yeah. we weren't really used to them. They're very religious. I remember their coach oh, from yeah, Clemson yeah. saying to me, "Do you believe in God?" <laughs> I, was, I was like, "What? <laughs> what? You don't look like a pagan." You know, I said, "Yeah, you know, like seriously." He said, "Do you believe in God?" Because that's the Bible about. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. And uh, Clemson, when we played them, the coach was, their co our coach was saying, look, these guys all bench over 400 pounds, that's about 200 kilos. Yeah. 20 guys benched over 200 kilos in their team. So when the guy asked me, the big black guy asked me, how many how many guys bench 400 and 200 kilos, 400 pounds yeah, in your yeah. team? So I knew I did it, I hit it once. Well, what was your uh, max bench? My max was about 200. All right. Yeah, yeah, natural, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I was too scared to um, try the juice. Yeah. 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 People got to realize, you're still going to be strong to juice up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there was a chance I were going to NFL and I was taller, hey, you know. Why not? Why not? Yeah. But um, 
I asked my other mate, hey, how many of us can do 400? He goes, four. Fire out. Yeah, so only four guys in the California team could bench that. But we played them. They were, they were a monstrous beast type team. We, it's the first time I saw tactics of speed working. Yeah. We tied them out, you know. Yeah. They were too cocky. So it, was, so it would have been weird, Alex, you got these Christian teams not talking yeah. like clean trash, and then yeah. you got these other teams talking yeah. dirty trash. Yeah, is, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. What a yeah. crack up. Yeah. And, it, um, and different, like, um, accents. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, there was a Dutch guy talking rubbish to me, Dutch black guy, and I didn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> I, just, I just said to him, hey, you like, you know Johan Cruyff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that's yeah. pretty, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Um, Experiences and stuff like that. No, that's so, right. so the the NFL was out of the picture type of thing. Because of my my height, height, height yeah, but yeah. my junior year, the, the the thing I enjoy the most, I always take this is the Redskins were coming through to watch film for the seniors, our senior players. Yeah. And I met with uh, Jim Hannafin, who was the line coach, and he goes, "Are you sixty six? I've been watching you." Yeah. You know, and um, I said, "Oh, that's, that's quite a compliment." Yeah. My senior year, we we only went four and seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was carrying a knee injury then, and um, I, think I was over it by then. But I remember telling my mum, oh, my football's over, mum. At that end, of, yeah, yeah. And then my mum said to me, oh, you're still young, son. I need, you know, where's that contract coming? I'm like, geez, it's great for getting a degree. Because <laughs> so, yeah. that would have been hundreds of thousands, is that right? Or for, yeah, for think, all those five years? Yeah, I think the sign-on is probably 90 grand. Then I had a, I had a, a mate. He played the, 10 years in the NFL and he told me 90 grand in total. I mean for your education. Would have been oh, yeah, yeah. So it was, around, it was around 50 grand New Zealand total, you know, each tuition and board yeah. and lodging. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, three years, 150. So I was lucky. I'm lucky now. I, don't know, I hear people talking about school loans. I never had a school loan, you know. So you got 50, roughly 50K each year? Yeah. Taken care of? Yeah. Wow, awesome. Yeah, so you see the value. All you see is a tuition board and books, and you're, like, grateful, you know. Yeah. Sounds really grateful. And food yeah. as well, eh? Oh, that's the best, you know. Yeah. Training table, they call it, you yeah. know. And you would have been able to eat. Did you have plans or not? Just eat as much? No, they just had, you know, you know, now watching the Game Changers. Yeah. Different back then, it was all about meat, barbecues, yeah, yeah. pork. Honest, never eat so well. That's the one thing I missed about football the most was the first, my first uh, month out of, when I graduated, in football, I wasn't around football anymore. Was I missed the eating, you know? <laughs> you know, the yeah. meat, the steaks, the yeah. pork, you know. And yeah. it was it was a party, just yeah, your position, just eh? The football team, but yeah, now yeah. it's I think because of the rules and um, Title Nine, so we don't have it. Football used to have exclusive use of the the train the training facilities yeah. and football, but I think they've had to open it up, you know, equality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And coaching women now, I, I I'm a supporter for it, you know. Yeah. But uh, oh, yeah. back then it was exclusively the football team and basketball, the yeah. big money sports, you know. So w w what about, with, like, there's quite a few Kiwi guys going over there to the States. Yeah. And for, I've heard that a lot of them struggle with being away from home. Is that correct? Yeah, I think if they're a bit, you know, around the 17, 18s, um, this boy, boy, like my nephew I coached, uh, I think it's if they're raised well. They're, they're, you yeah. know, he's over there right now, JJ yeah. Tuali, he's at New Mexico. All right. Um, there's Lonnie Isara, he's... He's about 21, 22, so he's quite... But that, that is a big, you know... Um, big jump, yeah. Yeah, especially I understand now when NRL kids go away and they get homesick, you know. Yeah. It's quite a common thing, eh? Yeah, so you gotta you got to have that special type of kid that wants to make it, you know, and go yeah. over. Yeah. And uh, that's our whole dream. That's my whole purpose now is pushing kids to go there and play and do their best, you know. So that's what you're doing now, like coaching and just yeah, develop, um, develop people and push I, them on? Yeah, my dream, I always tell the Metro Lions football... Because summer's gridiron time here. 
Yeah. I always tell them I want to retire because I want to go to Piha and be a lifeguard. <laughs> but that hasn't happened, eh? I, yeah. You know, I love uh, football. I think when you fall in love with football, it's like your first girlfriend. It's like a little bit more than league. and rug- League and rugby, we do it out of traditions, but yeah. football is just a whole new game changer for me. It's yeah. There's aspects about the game. Uh, yeah, I love yeah. I love kids coming along. It's a safer game now. Yeah, yeah. Safer to play, you know. Did a lot of them same with the the head. Um, yeah. <laughs> head. So you, you, you were lucky to come away, right? Eh? A lot no, of them no. end well, up um, damaged. That, that's what yeah. I hear. Eh? Is that right? That's what I thought I'd be. I failed my eye test at um, the spec savers. Yeah. And I thought it was that, but it was because I fell asleep in the test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I think a lot of the guys that use their helmet a lot. Yeah. Maybe suffered that, you know. I'm just guessing. Um, I did. I made you sure. Use your shoulders and that. Yeah, I made sure I use my. I made sure my traps. I read some, you know, the book by Joe White. You know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Arnold was in a good book, How to Make Your Neck Strong. So I always made sure my traps were strong. Yeah. Just because you, you know, how you use your neck and you right, uh, bring right, your right. neck back and yeah. bang. Yeah. But you know, sometimes I have weird nights sleeping. But I think I'm lucky I came out of it all yeah. right. You know. Tell us about that uh, that cortisone um, story. Oh, yeah. oh, my knees. I remember you were telling me before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to get, um, when my knee started hurting um, when I was in junior college, yeah. I used to get cortisone shots. And I thought, oh, man, my knee feels good, you know, running around. Then Sunday morning, I get up, and I can't even move my knee. But yeah. I go to the physio. The physio goes, oh, that's just and then cortisone coming out of your, um, it's just leaving your body. I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I used to get a lot of, uh, a lot of cortisone shots, especially the shoulders. Yeah. Um, you just do you just do anything you can to get on the field, you know. Yeah, so that was just a part of the game. Yeah, so I used to get quarters and sorts on my shoulders before I went out. And, uh, most games? Most games, yeah. Far up. And then my uh, shoulders paying for it, but yeah, that's, that's part of it. That's all. part of it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, then the knee as well. Did you get surgery in that in the off season or not? Yeah, I had um, a little, little biopsy on uh, my knee. Yeah. Yeah, but then I found out later you didn't really have to have one, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you get minor surgeries because I think they try and. Uh, they try not to spend too much on certain, unless you have to, you know. Right, right, right. You know. Yeah. Just, um, so you just played for a lot of pain? Yeah. Or a lot of taping. Uh, yeah. Because you have a lot of, we have, we have like nine on the medical staff. Right, right. Yeah. So Good you, resources and yeah. everything. Yeah. And, you, you know, you get your, um, I was sharing the story with people before you, if you go into a football locker room, you'll see about seven tables and people, all the players get their ankles taped. Yeah. And then, the, you know, the calluses cut off and they, yeah. They do a lot of feet work. I'm like, it's pretty, we're pretty trying lucky. To, trying to look after the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, um, when I was there, there was a Kiwi boy came for a water polo, Clark Tamariki. So we used to have this New Zealand club at Berkeley. Um, Sean Marks came there. All right. Yeah, played yeah. football. We caught it with him. Had a barbecue. Watched the South African World Cup with him. Ninety-five. All right. Yeah, yeah, cool, uh, cool. Hanging out. Yeah, yeah. With the Kiwis. Yeah, Anna Simpson. She came over. Anna Simsic, yeah. she's the backstroke oh, right. Commonwealth champion. She came there, and then uh, Daniel Loder was there. Far out, all you guys and briefly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we still trying to hang, out, yeah, I mean, trying to hang out with all the yeah. all the Kiwi athletes. Yeah, but um, oh, it's a good time. Really that would have been time. good fun catching up with them. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know you see the real the Kiwis, yeah. you know, and it's like nice to have a bit of taste of home. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Far out, and then with the like the juice and that was that pretty rampant in your team and the league. Yeah. So the funny story about the juices. I squatted naturally. I squatted six fifty pounds. That's about three hundred kilos. I could get seven hundred was my squat Damn. pounds. Yeah, yeah. It's like three fifty kilos. And naturally, because I got an advantage, I'm shorter. I'm shorter than most guys, you know. And I like to. Yeah. And my bench was right at four twenty, which is about two hundred. 
and uh, with the juice, I knew who was. You could tell who was juicing. They yeah, were strong. Yeah, yeah. They worked yeah. out just as much, but yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. know, people were open about the needles. Yeah. But when the NCA would send a note, they're coming to test. Say today is Tuesday. If the NCA is coming to test tomorrow. Yeah. To the training, all the guys, all of a sudden, all these guys wouldn't be able to train. So that was the juice squad because apparently, yeah. if you're running around or shopping, you know, it just ain't come through your system. Yeah. So when they're injured, they they couldn't be they couldn't be drug tested. Wow. So the drug tests all the guys who are still training, you know, who were, who were pretty drug free. Yeah, yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah, some guys, um, but they go into the real deep stuff. I think horse fingers. <laughs> I can't remember from moment ago, but I I knew who was on steroids because I played against some guys when I hit them. It's like hitting concrete. For real? Yeah, and I know this is not natural juice. This is not natural strength. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like hitting a rock. You could notice the dude. Yeah, yeah, as soon as you hit him, you could feel oh, and you knew, but you know, condition. Yeah, 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 find different ways. Kick their shin, poke their eye, hit their balls. They, you know, <laughs> suddenly get freaked out. You know, <laughs> yeah. But you knew right away when you got into a block. Oh yeah. man, this guy's got. Yeah. And then you're going to be in for a battle today. Yeah. And um, so I cut a lot. I used to cut a lot because I was short. Yeah. I said go for the knees. Yeah. Well, I'd have to have my centre help me all the time. I said I need yeah. help. And you knew they were on steroids because a lot of them don't take their helmets off after the game. You shake hands. You know, yeah. you can see their foreheads were like. Either overgrown, HGH, human growth, growth hormone. Yeah, yeah. The foreheads will be big. Yeah, and they have a lot of acne. Right. You know, first, yeah, I heard that on their backs and stuff. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my mates did it. You know, so one of them, some of them had great careers at NFL. You yeah. know, some guys didn't take it and they, they had good careers. You know, so, just depending on. But the uh, a lot of my uh, African American friends, didn't, I didn't know of any. You know, usually my Bali mates would. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, trying to trying to keep up sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I heard the the African American guys didn't re- they're not really into it, eh? No, because like, I think they the natural speed. And yeah, they need you know. Yeah. Oh, if they did, I wouldn't. I didn't know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but, wasn't um, wasn't a nervous. Yeah, it was scary. To me, it was scary getting a pulling your bum. Yeah. You know, yeah. I always got to ask, hey, you know. Yeah. But nah. <laughs> what was the greatest uh, lesson that football taught you? Good you ask that because. Coach Bruce Snyder, the late coach, he always he always had this great saying that um, just play uh, one play at a time. Yeah, one play. Right, right, Forget right. about the last play. If the play, play was bad, yeah. move on. Next play, you know. Yeah, and it's good life thing. You know, one play at a time. Don't right. get try and take on all your issues. You know, like you know, you gotta just do one thing at a time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, nice. Um, that's not that's so simple. But for me, it's always been just play one one play at a time. Just uh, carried it on through life. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You no, know, like, not to panic and just, yeah. yeah. What about um, greatest lessons your parents taught you? Oh, yeah. Greatest yeah. My parents were, you know, like uh, most specific parents. Um, yeah. Uh, was their faith in God? Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you know, growing up, I wasn't really, really sure. Um, but... But just their faith in God over a lot of things for family. So yeah. I've always I've seen that now as I'm a lot older now. Yeah. To see the value, just the just the belief and just the uh, great parents they were in, you know, believing in God and everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. first. Yeah, you know, the greatest lesson. Yeah. yeah, and then you you really mentioned a few mentors, eh? Yeah, um, Fred. My first real mentor was probably Fred Arcoy. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. he. Um, he was, you know, the first Polynesian to captain a national team. Yeah. And uh, he coached us. 
Right. And weren't very good, but the belief, because I think he'd been to America a lot, and he'd come back with this different whole new um, persona about coaching, telling us we're mad. You know, we weren't very good. Yeah. And we were magicians, social magic, and then we went out. We were 0-3, I'll never forget that year. Under-19s were 0-3, and we went out and beat Odahu, who were the top league team that year, 3-0. and Yeah. And we got there, they were all playing touch at halftime, but usually when you're getting changed at halftime, but I remember Fred saying to us, this guy's not even taking you guys seriously. Yeah. And we, and we shocked him, and Fred, he didn't coach us that long, he was just a caretaker. So he's always been one of my mentors. Oh, nice, nice, cool. You know. And uh, favourite book? The book I always, um, I always think of myself in this book, as <laughs> uh, it's The Odyssey by Homer. All right, I've only yeah. heard of it, I haven't read it, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's his lifelong journey, I always think, hey, that's me. Yeah, you so know. you put yourself as yeah. the main character sort of thing? Yeah, that's, a, that's how I always see the book, put yourself in, you know. Yeah, yeah. what's the lessons from the Odyssey? Oh, just, um, it's, the journey never ends, you're always going to be searching, you know. Yeah. Because the journey can't finish, you, there's, a, there's always, you have to keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite quote or saying? Oh, yeah, it's the um, one play at a time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carries over to everything, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. And definition of success? Definition of success. I think um, is me nowadays is am I the um, it's the man that Christ, you know, in my example. If I've led someone to Christ, uh, I think I've I've been lucky to lead one or two people. Yeah. So I think to me, living living a Christian life, Christian like life is a successful life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to me, that success has to be uh, you know, personally for me. Yeah. yeah. And is there any any uh, what's the question that you know people they don't ask you like is there something that we missed? that you would you like to talk about? Uh, I mean, sometimes um, I'll get that quote, I'll say, man, I didn't know you knew that much about things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, from here tonight, I'm going to quiz night, and I think um, we do pretty good at the quiz nights, hangar bar, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I always get the question like, well, you seem to know a bit. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the yeah. way we are, we don't really, you know, we don't go out and, Trying to tell everyone. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though I'm a bit different, I might be. Yeah. You know. But um, that's that. Always get a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Actually, I'm quite gentle underneath. Yeah. I'm quite gentle on the outside. Yeah. You just, yeah. You just sort of learn how to switch it on. and. Yeah. 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 Uh, Is there like a... Because I watch, uh, you know, Kai Green. Yes, the you know, bodybuilder guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, uh, you know... Have you, have you seen... Is it, what's it called? Is it Redemption or something? One of one of his uh, ones where he's training and stuff, and I was like, man, th- this guy's obviously got there's something in him, eh? Like, yeah, that you know you would train that much, and there's there's a certain rage or something there. Eh? Like, it's not normal to do that type drive, of thing, yeah. Eh? Yeah, drive. The, yeah, yeah. What you know, with you, because your pretty much job is to hurt people, or was anyway. <laughs> you know, in a way, technically, you know, it would wouldn't yeah. be just straightforward to hurt people, but yeah. What would, was there a certain rage in that you had, or was yeah, it, you yeah. Know? <laughs> people always say like my parents, like they meet my, they know my parents, and they say, "Well, your parents are the most peaceful Christian people out." But 
I think when I played on the field, you know, league, rugby or gridiron, yeah. I had this, um, I suppose, I don't know, I always thought about that, Hawaii played with a rage. and Yeah, you know, really, yeah. Um, and then I was thinking, well, I don't have any brothers, I've always been yeah. on my own. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know, and then I always realised that, yeah, playing in a rage is great, but there's also, you got to be times, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. yeah, but I think I had to think that way because I always shorter, you know. Yeah, I'd think I'd better go out there and, and really hurt someone today. Do it for my parents or my yeah. being being a Samoan New Zealander. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, just proud. Yeah, you know, and I'd always get tearful when the American anthem came on because I always thought of home, and then you know, Gavin's all g'd up. Right, you know, right, right. And you want to go and hit someone right away. Yeah, yeah. And you hit him or you miss, and you get up, and you're like, damn, that carpet and that filling on the grass wasn't nice. Or, <laughs> You know, it brings you back to earth. Yeah, I think that, that's the way football works. You, you know, you gear up for that first big hit. You yeah, know? yeah. And right from on, the battle starts, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, boy, not today, boy. You go back home, boy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I couldn't really say much because my accent came out weird and they wouldn't understand, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all, the, all the crap talking. Yeah. All right, is there any uh, last messages uh, or things you'd like to push forward? Oh, thank you for the opportunity. I hope you get to edit some of the stuff. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah, nah yeah. As is, as is. As is, yeah, yeah. No, um, no just um, enjoy, um, and just enjoy working off young people in sport, you know. Yeah. Coaching women's gridiron has been a blessing. Yeah. Um, coached uh, rugby at Wesley College, it's a blessing. So every time I see Uncle Jeff's always putting on notes, you know. Yeah, yeah. When we won the uh, county's manica, he goes, "You guys wouldn't last in Auckland." <laughs> but uh, you know, I think uh, I'm blessed just working off young people. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. just in sports and the sports and a bit of academics. Um, I always want to, I always want a kid to have what I had going to the states. You know, yeah, yeah, them there and going for getting the same opportunities. Yeah, you know? that's a big thing that um that I want for my daughter. Yeah, God willing. Yeah, is there to, you know do grow up here and yeah. do school and then go over there and yeah get you know get some life experience and education because William you know did that as well and I think yeah. it's pretty cool yeah you know and if you come back you come back you know and, and I just watch TV you know, Carmel you know there's other tons of sports that go there you know basketball yeah. swimming yeah you know um, plenty of opportunities plenty of opportunities basketball basketball's there. like four hundred people go there yeah Kiwis yeah you know. Um, swimming, anything, you know. Yeah, and, yeah I'm um, hoping my dear daughter will get into basketball. It'd be a good excuse for us to travel make sure, too. Yeah, to make sure it's what she wants, eh? <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I totally know where you're coming from. Hey, I've been but, guilty of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What do you call it? The overbearing nipple dad. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. There's a few out there. But uh, I don't know. We love we love seeing our young people compete. And I suppose yeah. you know we might step over the line a bit, but this is we love. It all comes from a good place, eh? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. All right. So thanks, thanks for your time. Thanks for sharing some awesome stories and some insights into you know living in yeah. the states and uh, what Thank it you. takes, I guess, for other aspiring football players. Yeah. You know, you're going to have yeah. to get yelled at and right. be organised, get your schoolwork in order. Yep. So there's some good lessons in there and. Uh, you know, one play at a time yeah. type of thing. So, no, thanks for coming no, out thanks. and your time and uh, sharing some great insights. Appreciate it.